As you may or may not know, I've recently been hit with the coronavirus. As of now, I'm still recovering, but I have a long road ahead. In this episode of So About Yesterday, we're going to talk about what it's like to have the virus. What's going on, Sarah? What's going on, Jonathan? How are you guys? What's going on, guys? Doing good. How are you? Feels so weird talking to you guys right now. <laughs> oh, that's so sweet. Oh man, yeah. fancy. I appreciate. Welcome that. back, Jess. It's good to be back. I will tell you that is probably. <clears throat> we got a lot to talk about. That's all I gotta say, but it feels really good to be back, and I really appreciate the love and you guys checking in on me and just making sure that everything um, is good. Uh, I remember actually, (laughs) believe it or not, I had this conversation with you, Sarah, where I was talking to you and I was like, hey, help me, help me, help me, or whatever. Yeah, you were text messaging, uh, like, help me, and I was like, with what my, my guy like what's going on that's crazy and even we talked on the phone and you were like i know how i feel but i can't articulate the words and i was like okay right. well just think about it I, i'll be here you could tell me that's you're like so but weird. i can't articulate and that's i just i couldn't understand where you're going that's crazy well in this episode of so about yesterday we're going to further explore the COVID-19 virus and exactly how I got infected. And before we go further, I just have to ask you, how are you, Sarah, outside of all this craziness, outside of all this? How are you, Jonathan? I mean, talk well, to I'm me. Well, I'm taking all fucking precautions here. Clearly. You know what I mean? I just need to make right. sure I'm fucking safe. Um, <laughs> I've been enjoying like my alone time like i've been enjoying just doing what i have to do i'm working from home um taking care of a few things and i i found that inner peace where i realized i don't really need anybody to be around Good. like my uh i explained on the last episode which i was super hard to to do what you do in the beginning to just to just get the ball rolling um but like I've been trying to keep busy and trying to get working and like have fun and enjoy being by myself. You know what I mean? Like, absolutely. And then uh, another thing I did was shave my head. That's why I got the fucking hat on. But oh, um, wow. oh yeah, you did. Yeah, but that's because fucking barbers out here charging people about fifty dollars for a fucking haircut. So, so I leave for one I'm day and then you get your haircut. Yeah, my bangs are growing out way too long. Oh right yeah. Now. Like, so you're telling me I leave for one jokes. one day and I can't. And leave you without getting your hair cut. That's Bro, like, you, you leave for a little bit, I shave my head, I go bald. <laughs> I dyed my red at the bottom for a little bit. Oof. It was like a one-day leave-in, and it was in there for four days. So, <laughs> I think you could probably still see it if you looked hard enough. But yeah, man, we miss you. I miss you. We I'm miss happy you. that you're back. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I've been keeping busy, trying to, you know what I mean? Like you said. I know, you're so positive. Oh yeah, I, I don't have to be. You, I don't. 
I'm, I like being by myself you, sometimes. <laughs> sometimes I like being by myself. I grew up as an only child, so like I enjoy my alone time. Right. Um, I some some days I just need to not talk to anyone, but almost two months worth of being by myself is just I don't like too it much. it's too much it's too it's too much to reflect on but you have and been it's making dating. me anxious when I go back out now who is making me anxious when I go it's like the opposite now like it makes me anxious to leave my house much right. less but you've said yourself that you've been doing online dating like over the past few months is that were you fucking around um, with me or like is that like you mean online did like uh date, like online tender dating and all that kind of stuff oh no not during this no oh okay that's what i was about to say I, nah. did you, it's either you got like a quarantine boo or something like that that you yeah, can yeah. come through and stuff like that but yeah honestly you don't even want to fucking take that chance with them you know what i mean yeah well i mean on a on um well not only the last episode for somebody yesterday but on kink too we talked about like uh, like situationships and um, like quarantine booze, you know, whatever. Situationships. Yeah, like, I like guess not, you know. Yeah, listen. God listen. Yeah, you okay. gotta yeah, go and listen to it. It's a good episode. You got a lot to catch up on. Um, but no, like, no, I'm not. I mean, that's that's a lot to try to online date right now. No, I got someone I'm already talking to, and, you know, good. clearly yeah. online because I can't leave my house. So. <laughs> well, I would hope so. Damn. Well, I mean, I guess with that said and that on the table, um, let's go ahead and attack this this this, this uh, head on. Yeah. Huh. Bring it so, on, man. Tell us, so, so, tell us about it. Yeah. yeah. So uh, let's go ahead and actually talk about this this situation on my experience and what I went through in regards to the COVID nineteen. So. When it came to the COVID-19, this is how the story breaks down in brass tacks. So essentially, I went ahead and I noticed that there was something. I got the flu. Something was completely off. Stop. Stop. Yeah. Do you think you got it like when you went out, you stepped out? Like, did you feel automatically sick or did you feel feel automatically sick at all? I didn't feel anything. If out of anything, nowhere, you just got sick. I got out of nowhere. Like you had a cold and you're like, oh. Yeah, I had a cold. I had cold-like symptoms. Okay. So I was thinking, okay, I have a cold. It's not that bad. It was kind of right at the beginning, too, almost. Like right as everyone was getting off of work and you're like, ah, I'm still going to work. Exactly. And this is yeah. when they're telling us that, oh, it's just a symptom. Calm down. Yeah. Uh, chill out. It'll be over in like two weeks. All right, fine. So as I as get these symptoms, I start to kind of feel a little bit weird. So I'm told at the hospital, hey, um, you take heart medication, but because of the COVID-19, you can't take heart medication because it's just going to mess you up and do more damage to your system. So I'm like, okay, that's weird but i'll I'll take it for what it is Mm -hmm. so i ended up not taking my metformin and then out of nowhere i lose my memory so like it it was an instantaneous thing so you just stopped taking it long term like you couldn't remember things in the moment or you couldn't remember what your aim was so check this out this took 
24, this took like 12, 24 to 12 hours. So when I was in the hospital room, I didn't stay the night. I just kind of slept, slept things off, got an IV, tried to go okay. ahead and, you know, move on with my, my life. Um, but for some reason between falling asleep and then waking up the following like same day, same morning, mm. my memory is just shot. So just to answer your question, I did not have a sense. I could not speak. I could speak, but I couldn't articulate how I felt. So I could say, ooh, this is a lamp, but I don't know what lamp it is. This is a chair, but I don't know. Like you didn't know like colors or like 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 adjectives or things to like explicitly. Correct, adjectives. I didn't know adjectives. Mm -hmm. So it was very weird to be in an environment where I couldn't I was yourself. Yeah, I, it was a very frustrating situation. How do they act when you're at the hospital? Because I mean, New Jersey and uh, where you live, and I won't necessarily say it, but no. um, the county that you live in had a very high percentage um, of COVID uh, statistics. Absolutely. So what was the hospitalization like in terms of I mean do you remember no I no I remember it like it was like yesterday yeah uh, the hospitalization was essentially hey you're sick cool hey you have memory loss that's cool but that's the least of our worries um, right. this uh, coronavirus is takes precedent over everything else so we're gonna go ahead <laughs> take care of our people um, and then after everything is done, you can come back and get your memory fixed. So I'm <laughs> what? Yeah. They were like, did they give you any medication? No. These two things don't matter. They didn't think it was the medicine. They, they said, don't the virus. Yes. Don't take your heart medication because it may uh, affect you even more but with it, the COVID. Right. But it was any other pre-existing stuff that you have. Yes. And then. So that's a good question. Uh, when it comes to the pre- pre-existing conditions that I have, I have type 2 diabetes, unfortunately, mm-hmm. and I have high blood pressure. With those medications, such as metformin, such as uh, metroprolol, a lot of these things um, really... It, it's a gamble. It, it's, it's, it's more so... I, I'm, I'm doing... I'm the person who's whose odds is against them. So I'm that guy where it's yeah. like, hey, if you have the COVID, um, if you have high high blood pressure, check. Yep. Or two, if you have uh, diabetes, um, yeah, you're at a high risk. The only thing you really didn't have that didn't put you at high risk is like anything with your lungs or breathing capacity. But I mean, well, like actually you already- I started coughing. Oh, okay. Yeah, so that was... <laughs> like, <"Check."> <laughs> like, but other than that, I didn't get... I'm, I thought maybe you were acting strange because, like, your uh, blood pressure or um, blood pressure or your sugar um, had dipped. Yeah. And that's why when you were, like, weren't making any sense whatsoever, because um, your text messages were, like, incoherent, but then, like, you said, help me, or, like, right. like Sarah, my love, and I was like, what are you talking about? Like, <laughs> and, like, anyone that's listened to this, like, podcast, like, you know, like, that's... You know, I love you. You're great. You're my best friend. But like, you never feel like that in a text message. And I was like, what? What was, the, what was your fucking comment, uh, Sarah? He is texting like he is you. 
What the fuck does that supposed to mean? <laughs> because no, 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 I'm not a great you. texer. I guess like I write. I didn't say I t- you. I wasn't even talking. You about did. You was like, no. Well, he's kind of texting like you normally do. <laughs> oh, you mean during it? Yeah. Yeah. I thought you meant right now. I was like, I didn't say shit about you. No. Y- yeah. When it was happening, I'm like, yeah. This because uh, normally I can. <laughs> your texting is terrible, dude. <laughs> Sorry, you're great, but. No. <laughs> Yeah, and that's what I was telling. I was like, yeah, he's he's normally on top of words and stuff like that. And she was like, nah, he's texting like he's you. I'm I'm like, like, oh, that's a real problem. That's a real problem. When I can't decipher the words, because at least yours, I'm like, oh, I can get the sentence. Right. It's like playing Boggle. I'm like, oh, no, they're the words. Okay, I get it. Dang. But like his, I was like, I don't, I'm not getting it. It's like something, something Sarah love. (laughs) <laughs> I don't think that wow. makes sense whatsoever. Didn't make sense. That's crazy. <laughs> I have that it in our Slack too. You can go back. <laughs> yeah, I want. I want. I would love to see yeah. it. I think that that says and shows how wicked this disease is. Yeah, um, dude. That was it was so scary. You lost your like memory. <laughs> you were you were coughing. Like even now. Um, what else was going on with you? Tell me some of these symptoms that you were feeling. Oh. Uh, the memory loss. Well, on top of going to the hospital for the first time, I had to go to the hospital a second time after I lost my memory because... Because of that? My wife was like, hey, he actually lost his memory. Could you, like, give us something, Mm -hmm. right? Help us, help us, help us. Eh, um, I'll give you an inhaler, but other than that, um, that's pretty much all we're going to give you. They didn't didn't do any scans or anything or, like... did like uh, they did a CT scan. Okay. They did um, the chest scan. Okay. And everything turned out fine, but what wasn't fine was my brain. That was the that was the only. Did you, did you have a fever? No, I, when it comes to, when it came to the fever, I didn't have a fever. I ended up having the COVID nineteen. And I just I just. I had no. They symptoms. tested you. They tested you. You had the virus. They didn't test fever me. wasn't over a certain um, like numeric amount that they considered you to be at a risk. risk. Correct. So because you were losing, you know, memory or I like uh, even potentially like swelling. Like you, they weren't gonna, you know, run a brain scan on you because they're packed. Exactly. And there's nothing that. They know, I mean, even if uh, Jasmine's in there saying, like, you don't normally act like this, if they do a bunch of testing, they can't do anything without, like, evidence of, or you going to a primary physician saying, hey, this guy doesn't normally act this way. Exactly. Yeah. And that was the problem that we we're having. Yeah. Now, yeah. That's, that's the exact problem that we we're having was simply the idea of, okay, I am losing my I lost my memory, but how yeah. do I get it back? What steps do I need to take? And I didn't get any right. answers. I, I, I didn't I didn't know anything. I, I didn't talk to anyone. I, I couldn't I didn't know what what to say. So yeah. essentially yeah. for the third time yeah. <laughs> I went to the, the doctor, the same hospital, the third time mm-hmm. I finally got a COVID nineteen test. Uh, thank goodness. And on top of you Oh, shit. So you didn't get a test of it till the third time that you went to the hospital. Correct. Because I had to beg just, and plead. They just assumed that you had it, though, is what we're saying. Exactly. They had to assume. Yeah, they assumed, oh, you have this. So uh, probably COVID. like end of end or beginning end of March, beginning of April. You didn't get a test till then. Correct. So April 30th, 
2020 was when I got officially tested. Like a whole month of you being sick. Right, but on so April, you're telling me they send you home, knowing that you're all fucked up and everything like yeah. that. They don't really test you. They just say, "Hey, you have COVID," yeah. and then you have to beg and fucking. <laughs> you're going yeah. three times for them to test you. So you could be dying at fucking home. Yeah. He yeah. could have died, and then they just would have assumed that he died from COVID. That's COVID. Happened. Without doing the fucking test. They'll be like, oh, yeah, he did have COVID. Exactly. It's it's a really... At least they told you not to take your the, the certain medications that would coincide with right. or but make it worse. Check this out. I actually went back on the medication. My wife was just like, your fuck heart that. Med? Yeah, my wife was like, fuck that. Get back on the medication. Maybe yeah. that's going to help you with your memory. And I've been taking my medication... You know, up until this day, and I'm good. Yeah, I, I I have the medication. I don't know what it was, and oh yeah, I had. Go ahead. Oh, well, I was gonna say, I'm curious. Like, I don't know how heart meds work per se. I know it's very, not great at all to go off of them that quickly either. Because my father takes heart meds, and you can't like miss. No, you can't. Pill. But I uh, I was gonna say, I don't know if it's if it has any parallel to like antidepressants. <laughs> I take antidepressants, and if I don't take, like, if I didn't take that for one day yeah. or a, a whole week, like, let's say, what you uh, or two weeks where you weren't go, where you were going back and forth to the hospital, I uh, had hand surgery last year, and uh, when I was on pain meds for um, my hands, I accidentally didn't take my antidepressants for two days. It fucked you up. Like you're not not to the point where you won't remember things, but like I thought I was hearing stuff. Like oh I was God. having terrible nightmares. I wake up crying. I went outside for a cigarette. I thought I heard like a ghost car. Like I heard someone their radio. Like you start just like hallucinating. So that's why I, like I'm curious if like heart meds could do that to you potentially. But I don't know if it if it has any like effect in terms of like neurotically. Right. I think that's the word versus like uh, you know with your your heart but maybe it was doing something like that where it was swelling uh, potentially because your heart wasn't getting what it needed with the medication you take right and that, and that, that was a very weird thing yeah. because just like you said with the heart medication and just weaning off of the heart yeah. medication um, I'm not concerned I'm not sure if there's a correlation between the two medications mm-hmm. but what I do know is that the moment that I removed myself from that heart medication was when my memory was like lost so one of these things right. aren't like the other but essentially um one big thing i actually had um <laughs> jesus um i actually had terrible hiccups oh really? terrible terrible i had hiccups that were so bad that i couldn't stop <laughs> for like two days you normally do kind of have like almost like a hiccup like when you talk for very long periods of time you'll have like a hiccup almost i've noticed like not like a tick but like just a mannerism when you're talking for a long period of time you'll stop and then like go i don't know if anyone else that's listened to this podcast it's just like something i've noticed like sound wise but like i i that's weird that like for two whole days you just two days and Go ahead. As you see, what concerned you the most while you were being sick? Because I know your wife is there. She she was around you. Um, what can, did what what concerned you the most during this whole thing going on? When honestly, when you were coherent of what was going on? Honestly, the the thing that concerned me the most mm-hmm. while I was sick was the treatment that I got. 
as a patient because it was an in and out type thing. In and out, in and out, in and out. They were trying to get me in, say, oh, we think you have the COVID. Um, yeah, probably do have the COVID. Um, go home. Oh, by the way, you have hiccups. Um, and we can't really help you with that. So, I mean, if anything, I can, if, I, if there's an issue, then I can go ahead and address it because that's what hospitals are for. I, there's, a, there's an issue, you have a solution okay. and stuff, which is great. But for this, just for the fact that I couldn't get a simple issue, kind of get taken, it took me three tries to get my issue fixed and resolved or yeah. acknowledged. That was the, the crazy thing. And the fact is, is that if my wife didn't take me to the hospital, I probably would be laid out dead on on the hospital bed and stuff. You you never know. I mean, look at the young man in New York or Brooklyn. He's a rapper. Um, what's his name? Uh, Fred the God. Yeah, Fred the God. Yeah, son. Yeah. So it's just passed kinda... away. He, he he mentioned like he he was he was in it. He stood there in the hospital, I believe, right? Yeah. And he passed away in the hospital. It's a sad thing. Oh man. wow. It's a sad thing. So, a lot of people, a lot of friends, uh, a lot of close friends of yeah. mine are, are uh, a friend of mine's uh, his father and his sister passed away from this. Mm-hmm. Uh, a friend of mine who works in the medical industry, she caught it. She seems perfectly fine. So it's it's just, yeah. it's a roll of a fucking dice, bro, right now. What's going on? This is a roll of the dice. Uh, it, it's very concerning to me how they treated you that you had to go and beg and plead for you to get the help that you needed and that you wanted and to just know that your wife took an extra step and like hey I don't want you to pass from a heart attack I want to make sure you get you keep on taking your heart medication you get what I'm saying and that's concerning to me I understand that a lot of things may coincide with if I take this it may give me this problem or that problem in the third but I have bigger issues. You get what I'm saying? Are they really taking the time? I know th- there's a lot of people coming at them, but are they taking the time to really say, hey, this person has this, this is what we need to do. Or is it like mass, like a mass produce thing? Like people are walking in, oh, I have these symptoms. You probably have uh, COVID, go home. Well, that's what I was gonna say is that the, uh, I feel bad for the people that have to work in the hospital or, or any any health workers or emergency workers or anything like that like i've heard more um ambulances go by my house than i've heard in the last almost two years Mm. uh it's probably like three ambulances a day i hear ambulance or fire trucks um and it like just just the fact that like they're so overrun especially uh you know the east coast of new jersey and new york like i can't imagine like the fact that it took you three times to yeah. get just tested for it, it probably because a they might not even have the testing. B they mm-hmm. can't even really tell if you have COVID unless they actually test you, yeah. because like you said, there wasn't anything outwardly other than having a fever, um, being you know like woozy and disorientated, and uh, having all those preconditions. They really couldn't do anything for you. And C there's no. Uh, uh, vaccine. So nope. even even the the best they could do is if you were arresting, um, <laughs> they could like you know try to uh, bring you back or put you on a ventilator, and that's why those are so important. So there's really like you said there's a problem, you fix it. The poor health workers can't even fix the problem. Mm-hmm. 
much less treat you for anything. And then when other issues arise, because you, you know, you have a whole different story than other people, you kind of already like, it's a catch 22. What are they going to do? You know, they don't really have the answer. And then you're stuck on the other end wanting help. I can't get it. SOL. And then how long did this last? This lasted. <laughs> feel the way the the way you're yeah. feeling because how are you feeling now? Because I feel, feel that this this all started uh, when for you in March in the what? beginning of March in the beginning of March and we're at the end of fucking April right now. Yeah, it took you that long right. to get over this, and I'm um, still at like 70 80 percent. So I still and not all the way. I'm still yeah. trying to get in my memory back. I'm still. You know, taking things, so I'm, but yeah, but I'm in a much better place than I was before. But um, when it comes to just me being in this place, mm. well, first and foremost, it was like six to seven weeks, six six to seven weeks, just kind of like helpless. But um, I think that this is a very humbling experience because a lot of people don't get the privilege wake up in the morning a lot of people don't get the privilege to wake up and fight another day but i was given the privilege to fight another day and and to really make this thing work because you never like you you really don't know when people talk about life is short like literally life is like literally super duper short it's it's a it's a crazy thing. It but, gives you uh, a different outlook on life, and and, yeah. and that's what what I I guess what you're trying to get at. Exactly, exactly. They took the words out of my mouth, literally. <laughs> so at the end of the day, at the end of the day, <laughs> I feel like I saw you type it up there. I was like, oh god. <laughs> no, at the end of the day, I feel like there's a lot of avenues that we could go out and really explore the world that we live in. But really, the world that we really need to live in and really be present in is the current world that we're in. So right now, there's a lot. I know, right? Let me say it again. The current situation. My memory. Yeah. Yeah. You just need to be present. You're right. Right now, you may not be present with your. You might not be present with your kids. You not may not be present with anyone. But be present in the moment and just really be there for people who care for you because quite frankly the people who are there to your co-workers your co-workers aren't going to be there at the end of the day it's really your family it's the people that actually are going to hold it hold you down yeah so whether it's you know taking time to you know make cookies with someone in, in in the kitchen whether it's you know doing something crazy just being present and just taking advantage of this time is the most important thing because this is where we put in the reset button and this is where we just kind of figure everything out all over again and it's probably a good thing it's probably a good thing that the person that lost their job it was a terrible job but guess what maybe that's opportunity for the individual to go ahead and become an entrepreneur and do something you know that's really worth their while. So, yeah, really, it this is door this closes, is res- window opens. You know what I mean? Yeah. Exactly. So this is where the, we press the reset button. Sarah, so. any of them? Yeah, Sarah. I mean, uh, life gives you lemons, make lemonade. I guess is like another uh, 
nice little wrap them wrap them up of what you're talking about. Exactly. It just yeah, I guess take the time, and that's kind of what Jonathan's been saying like the last you know month is just like take the time to like work on you, but also to like hang out with the people that you love and um, enjoy being with, and uh, talk to the people that you want to talk to and are close to during this time because you got nothing but time at the moment. Um, use it wisely um and just use it to relax and and make yourself feel better because at the end of this like we just want to hit the ground running once we you know can actually get out and walk on the ground um but i'm i'm really glad that you know everything uh turned out okay i'm glad that you know you're even at a 70 percent or 80 percent because uh we were you know really hoping everything would be all right with you uh and you know it's you put it out in the universe and right. it's good. It's good. I'm glad everything's all right. You know what I mean? It's, and I really appreciate those kind words and, yeah. you know, it means the world to me to... We care to for that. you. I appreciate no. you. I care for y'all too. Yeah. And um, Jonathan, did you have any... Yeah, my final thoughts on that. Final thoughts. I'm sorry about that. Yeah, end what? of the day for me, <laughs> check in with your friends. Check in with your loved ones. Just make sure everything's good. Like, you don't know what they're going through. You don't know what's going on with them. Check in with those co-workers that you, you connect with on an everyday basis. Because guess what? You spend about fucking 40 hours like every week with them. So they're just like family. So check in on those people. Like I did for Chance. Like I do with, with Sarah here. Like we all do for each other. Because guess what? At the end of the day, these are the people who really matter. The people who looked out for you. The people you connect with on an everyday basis. Those are the people who are going to be there for you. They may not be blood, but like, honestly, I feel more closer to Chance and Sarah that I have felt with a lot of other people in quite some time or even family members. Yeah. Understand? So make sure they're good. And shout out to the, the all the essential workers that are out there putting their lives on the line. Give them a shout out. Let the health workers. Yeah, yeah. The health Thank you for the people that make food. Yes. The McDonald's guy that's bringing me my DoorDash. Oh, exactly. You're you doing God's I mean? work. So, you don't know what they're going through. You don't know how they're feeling. Yeah. And if keep them well. Just the way you feel, like, oh, nobody checking up on me. How about you take that time to check up on them and make sure they're okay. So that's me. For that's that's just how I feel. So at the end of the day, for me. I love you guys, and I'm always going to be looking out for you guys. Stay safe, stay clean, stay home. Hmm. Stay, stay home. home, stay home, stay home. That's that's that's. Play video games. Took the words out of Talk my mouth. Them. And this has been our first. Listen to our podcast. Exactly. This has yeah, been yeah. our first uh, video podcast. So now we're officially doing podcasts. And we're forward. live. Uh, we're going to be super duper live. We're going to be doing big things. Expect some yeah. things coming through the pipeline now that we're doing videos, uh, yeah. which is super cool. But now we're full in effect. We're live. And we are super duper excited to just explore the world with you. So yeah. until next time, my name is Chance. I'm Sarah. And Jonathan. And this has been So About Yesterday, guys. Bye. 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 If you want to know why Chant is always in the doghouse, please subscribe to my favorite podcast every Thursday. Hey, Sarah. Love you, girl. Jonathan, I'm watching you.